0: Welcome to the Midlife Remix, where we talk all things women owning the power of lived experience and personal agency, breaking out of ages, stereotypes and tired old narratives. This is the place you can come to listen, share, learn, and own that through our stories, we are connected and ready to show ourselves, each other, and the world that we're still alive, thriving, and valuable. I'm your host, C. Renee Washington. I'm so glad you're here. There are two paths in life, should and must. We arrive at this crossroads over and over again, and every day we get to choose. L Luna. Hello, hello again, Midlife Remixers. I'm C. Renee Washington, your life coach and midlife maven. And today we are going to talk about your should show. The shoulds and oughts that are keeping you stuck. But before we delve into that, you know how we do, we celebrate. So take a moment to pause and think of something that you have personally accomplished and can celebrate. I'm celebrating allowing myself to remix the remix. (laughs) I started this podcast as a mostly private affair, and it included some community benefits. And based on the feedback and my inner compass, I'm mixing it up to be a mostly public podcast with private episodes for members and even more community options. I'm celebrating making that decision for myself and not pressuring myself to keep rolling on a train that I'm ready to get off of. So what are you celebrating? What's that thing that you can say, yes, I did that? Okay, and the reason I wanted to talk about your should show is because one thing most of the women I coach have in common is living under the tyranny of shoulds and oughts. That's what keeps you from getting to how you truly want to be living your life on a day-to-day basis. The quote that I read at the top of the show is from El Luna, the woman who wrote my favorite coaching resource book, The Crossroads of Should and Must, which also happens to be the kickoff for the community book club, the October 2021 book club selection. One of those community benefits I mentioned above. And I will be sourcing a lot of what I'm saying during the show from that book to get us started I want to give you the difference between your shoulds and your must. Shoulds are mostly how other people want us to live our lives. And this can be really innocent. I mean, I admit to be a recovering control freak. So I can be kind of directive with people. And one of the things that I will do is I will say, you really must have this dessert. You really should try this dessert. And if I tell you to try dessert, you really should do it because that's one of my zones of genius. I know good desserts. Now that's an innocent, innocuous little thing, but then there are much bigger shoulds that are really impactful in our lives and not in the best of ways. And sometimes even in ways that are destructive one that comes to mind is how women can be shoulded into staying in emotionally or physically abusive relationships by family dynamic by religion by societal pressure by friends and we know that that's absolutely destructive at the end of that continuum so shoulds can run the gambit But wherever they fall on the continuum, shoulds can represent our choosing to live our life for someone else on somebody else's terms. And if I tell you, you should try this dessert and you're only doing that because I told you to do it, you're doing something for me in that moment. Must is different from should because must. It's about who we are, what we believe, and what we do when we are alone with our truest, most authentic selves. It's that deep feeling that we have that is the essence of who we are. And that's why I talk a lot about body compass, because that's how you connect to your must by paying attention to that inner knowing, that intuitive knowing, that spiritual GPS, and it's where our passions lie, our convictions, our deepest urges, and our desires, and we can't deny them, particularly at this stage of life that we call midlife. Shoulds carry us a long way, when we're in those early years of striving and driving and raising families, building careers and making our stamp on the world. But when we come into these years, the years I call the living my life like it's golden Renaissance years, where we're dealing with the impact of menopause and other major life transitions, this is when our must begins To bubble up and it will not be denied. Hey Remixers, if you're loving the show, thank you. And also share the joy and the subscribe link with your friends. And if you aren't a part of our private community, correct that now. Subscribe at themidliferemix.life where we share resources and opportunities to interact with me, our guests, and our vibrant community. That link again is the life. Okay, back to the show. Those urges and desires become louder and louder, and they really won't be denied. What I learned from reading about menopause and experience it full blown at age 45, I always tell people I didn't have hot flashes. I had emotional flashes. I had an emotional menopause, not a physiological one. And what I tell people is that suppression ends at this stage of life. What has been suppressed must be addressed. And that's the work I do with women. This is when you either confront what you're suppressing and deal with it, or baby, it's going to deal with you. It's going to confront you, typically through a mental and or physical health issue. Raising my hand, you can't see me, because for me, it was a mini stroke. I had to clear some things out to get to what I really wanted at this stage of life. And yes, it caught me totally off guard. And so must is when we stop conforming to other people's expectations, other people's ideas, and we start connecting to our own, which allows us to fully self actualize, or at least get on that path. And what I always tell you is that this is not a cakewalk. Getting to must is hard work. It requires vigilance, constant effort, coaching, or even therapy assistance. It required both for me, coaching and therapy. And I say to women, you have to do this work every day. You have to message yourself every day, because this requires overriding old messaging that no longer serves you. We have to override all of the negative messaging, some of which is DNA coded. It's just a part of that self-protective mechanism that we live with. And some of it is external. Our family, our friends, society, the patriarchy, and it's on repeat which is why I repeat a lot of what I'm telling you because repetition is our most powerful tool. And to override all that negative messaging, you have to be vigilant. We have to be vigilant in gathering and sourcing the messaging that now works for us, not against us. And we have to drown that. We have to drown ourselves in that on a daily, regular basis. This is how you move from your shoulds and oughts to your must. And choosing must is the greatest thing that you can do for yourself. It's not selfish to connect to your passion. It's not selfish to connect to your desires. Now, listen, there are legitimate shoulds. There are legitimate obligations. I am not saying that there are not. I'm not going to step in front of a moving 18-wheeler. I should not do that. So I'm not talking about those kinds of things. I'm talking about shoulds that really are based in judgment. Or if you examine a lot of things that we operate under and you really take it back from a historical perspective, then you find out it's really about somebody's personal preference, something that worked for them. And a lot of the shoulds we operate under track back to male control and dominance. If you read the history of marriage, that's what it tracks back to. Male control and dominance. I'm not bashing marriage. I'm happily and lovingly married to the love of my life. I'm just saying. A lot of the way we do things, a lot of the reason why we do things, tracks back to somebody's preference, somebody's idea, somebody's need to control. So that's why these shoulds and oughts bear examination. I'm going to read you an excerpt from The Crossroads of Should and Must about how we imprison ourselves. And this is an example that she gives in the book. Are you familiar with Gurdjieff, asked a friend. He was a spiritual teacher around the turn of the century. And one day he posed a question to his students. If a prisoner wants to escape from prison, what's the first thing he needs to know? You need to know the guard, one student said. You need to find the key, said another. Another. No, Gurdjieff said, the first thing you need to know, if you want to escape from prison, is that you are in prison. Until you know that, no escape is possible. Is that not deep? Think about that. You've got to know you're in prison before you can escape from prison. And so if you want to know your must, you must understand your shoulds. If you want to know your must, get to know your shoulds. And as I said, this work ain't easy. It's really hard work because our prisons are constructed from a lifetime of shoulds and oughts. And just as you created your prison, you can set yourself free. Free yourself. The rest of this year, I want to help you rid yourselves of the shoulds and oughts that are not serving you. This is the should show. Last week, I did the shit show. I'm going to be talking and walking you through how you can leave your crap in 2021 and step into your must for 2022. Come back, tell your friends, tell any woman you know that would benefit from doing this work with us. I want you to get a notebook, get your favorite pen, And use these podcast episodes to connect you to who you really are, what you really want, and how you can get it. And for a deeper dunk with encouragement and accountability, join the Midlife Remix Community Membership. Details are in the show notes. I am feeling uber hopeful about 2022. I don't know what goodness is coming my way, but I believe it's coming and I am going to be ready. If that's you, don't let yourself in this year carrying a lot of shit into the new year. There are three questions that I want to leave you with that will help you begin to examine your shoulds. When a should comes up for you and is connected to some type of frustration or resentment, something not being done in the way you think it should be done, or you're feeling some kind of pressure that's causing you angst, when that should bubbles up, these are the questions to ask yourself. One, where did it come from? As I mentioned, my shoulds came from societal expectations, peer expectations, family, friends, etc. A few of mine were, you should live with a man without being married to him. That's how I got married the first time. You shouldn't date a man who was connected to one of your friends. My current husband was married to a friend of mine. And he was a widower when I met him, but he had been married to a friend. And there were a lot of people that had judgment about that. And I, I, you know, I had to work through that. It was a should. The second question is, is this really true for you? Maybe it was true at one time and it no longer is. Or maybe it was never true. Really examine where that messaging is coming from. And if it's true for somebody else's life, your mom, your friend, whomever, that doesn't necessarily make it true for you. And the third question is, do you want to keep holding on to this should? And if the answer is no, be honest with yourself. Do the work to release it. Let it go. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we can be shoulded into being in some horrible relationships and October is domestic awareness month and so i would encourage any of you if you are dealing with emotional or physical abuse there i'm going to post resources in the show notes but get help ask for help and remember this is the show for you to bring your deepest dreams and desires Because every week, I'm coming in with tools, resources, and real-life examples as to how you can make those dreams come true. Because, and especially now, living well is the only option. Thank you for joining me, C. Renee Washington, on today's episode of the Midlife Remix, I hope you enjoyed it and most importantly, got some great takeaways that move you to take action. For the show notes and other helpful resources, visit themidliferemix.life. Remember to follow, rate, review, and share. And join me again next week for another episode of the Midlife Remix, your trusted coaching oasis in your journey towards freedom on your own terms. What will you do to get the life you want?